Hollow Mountain Publishing presents The Night, the third book in the Appalachian Storm series, written and performed by Diana Kilpack. Chapter 3. The Sleeper How long has he been like this? Jared asked, an edge in his voice. Right after you teleported away to help Katie, Kevin replied. They all started panting like a dog, and then the sleeping sickness returned. Did any of them appear awake? Jared asked. A couple of them looked awake, like they just couldn't understand what was going on around them. Now they are all sleeping, Trevor answered. Katie sighed, watching the sleeping forms. This is so frustrating. The seeker in front of her immediately stopped panting as if he had heard her. Katie quickly looked around at all the sleepers. They had all stopped panting. What just happened? Katie whispered. I think it was the sound of your voice, Jared replied. Say something else. Katie cleared her throat. I know you are probably wondering what is happening to you. I know you're scared. I just want you to know we're going to figure this out. She carefully watched the seeker in front of her. Nothing happened. She crouched down closer, her hands clutching the bars. Her face was resting on the cage. I promise I'm going to figure this out, she whispered. A hand shot out so fast it blurred. Katie moved away from the grasp. The limb reached for her, clutching midair. The arm extended out, making wide swings like it was trying to find her. Jared grabbed her, pulling her completely away from the cage. That's the second time one of the sleepers tried to get you. We need to kill them, Kevin said again. What happens if I get the sleeping sickness? Katie demanded. Are you going to kill me too? You don't have the sleeping sickness, Kevin explained. Yes, I did. Katie said. Jared saved me. How? Kevin asked. Katie closed her eyes, trying to concentrate. It was the love. I felt the love. Pulling away from Jared, she walked to the sleeper. His arm was still grasping air. Staying clear of the hands, she closed her eyes, concentrating. She focused all her energy on the sleeping seekers. Hello? she said with her thoughts. My name is Katie Johnson. She could feel a barrier blocking her. She opened her eyes. Maybe I just need to concentrate on one person. Getting up, she studied the sleeping forms. They all began panting like dogs except for the one who never woken up. Didn't you tell me before that this was your leader? Katie asked Kevin. Yes, Kevin replied. We all respected him. That's why we don't have the heart to kill him. What's his name? Katie asked. Cole, Kevin said. Sitting down on the ground, she put her back against the wall. Closing her eyes, she concentrated on the seeker. Hello, Cole, she said with her thoughts. My name is Katie Johnson. She felt the barrier again. She tried to break through it, but it was too strong. She decided to keep talking as she probed it with her mind, trying to find a weakness. 
I am told you are a great leader and loved by all the seekers who follow you. Do you know how much you are loved and admired? She stressed. Can you feel the love inside of you? Can you feel any human emotions? Look for the love you felt for your mother. Can you find her in your heart? Can you make it grow? Can you feel any heat inside of you? Make it grow, Cole. Make it flourish in your mind till it burns. It doesn't matter. Katie opened her eyes in shock when she heard the words in her mind. She knew she had not broken through the barrier. Closing her eyes, she reached for him again. What does matter, Cole? she asked. You, Cole said. Why do I matter? Katie asked. You, Katie Johnson from Lexus, Tennessee, is the only thing that matters, Cole replied. Why do I matter? Katie asked. It's almost time. It's almost time, Cole chanted. Time for what? Katie asked. We are coming. We are coming, Cole continued to chant. What are you talking about? Katie asked. We are all coming for you. All of us are coming for Katie Johnson from Lexus, Tennessee. The words came in a sickening rhythm that timed exactly with the pants of the sleeping seekers. It's almost time. We are coming for you. Katie closed down the connection. Looking up into Jared's eye, she felt a cold dread. What's wrong, Katie? Jared asked in frustration. There was a time when Jared didn't have to ask anything. He had been bonded with her. He could enter her mind and see and hear everything she could. He had chosen to extinguish that bond. Now she felt alone against a tidal wave. Jared stooped down, his eyes boring into hers. Katie, please tell me what happened. She pulled up a projection and let everyone in the room hear the things Cole had said. We are coming for you. We are coming for you. Echoed in the room long after she closed down the projection. She could hear it in the panting of the sleepers. They will be dead within the hour, Kevin stated. Katie shook her head. No, don't kill them. Jared got up, kicking a chair in frustration. I think I could keep reaching out to Cole and could learn more, Katie tried to explain. Or you're going to try and save everyone and get yourself killed in the process, Jared shot back. I did not hear they were going to kill me. I only heard that they were coming for me, Katie insisted. Katie, where are you? Zack interrupted with his thoughts. What do you need, Zack? Katie immediately responded. Are you still with the sheriff? Do we need to bust you out of jail? Zack demanded. Katie rolled her eyes in frustration. There is not a cage around that can hold me, Zack. Have you tried contacting the Pure Hearts in California? Zack demanded. I didn't know I was supposed to, Katie said in frustration. I told you Tyler could not get a hold of them by cell. I need to know when they are coming and how many there are. Zack said. Yeah? Katie fired back. Well, I don't know how to get a hold of them either. Why don't you get your wolf butt up here and try hollering like you did on the full new moon, Zack said. Getting up, Katie kicked the only chair left in frustration. It skidded across the floor, slamming into the cage, breaking into several pieces. She left the room. The panting sleepers never broke their rhythm. Hello, Katie screamed with her mind. I'm looking for the wolves that are supposed to help us from California. Are you there?
See? Nothing. Katie gestured towards Zack. Try it again, Zack instructed. This time, yell with your voice, too. That seems to amplify your thoughts. When did you get so bossy? Katie mumbled. Taking a deep breath, she screamed, I am looking for wolves who said they were going to help us from California. We are in Appalachia. Can you hear me? Looking around the group, she shrugged. I got nothing. Tyler's phone rang. Is that them? Katie asked in surprise. Tyler reached for his phone. Hello? He gave Katie a thumb up before saying, Yeah, that was Katie Johnson. We were trying to get a hold of you. Let me have the phone, Zach demanded. Tyler gave him a quick wave. We're wondering when you're coming and how many you're bringing with you. Let me have the phone, Zach repeated. The full moon, Tyler replied. The phone now, Zach demanded. I'm not sure that will work, Tyler said. Give me the phone, Zach demanded again. We really need you on the full moon, Tyler said into the phone. Just take it, Katie said. Zach grabbed the phone away from Tyler and raised it to his ear. Hello? Who is this? My name is Zach and I... He paused. His eyes got large like he was ready to fight someone. What do you mean? He thundered into the phone. By then we'll all be dead. His eyes grew larger. I don't need anyone to teach me how to fight. I just need more reinforcements. Are you willing or not? I need to know now. Yeah, you do that. Zack threw the phone into the woods. Hey, that's my phone, Tyler said weakly. Not good, Katie guessed. Apparently, the California wolves would love to come and teach us basic fighting techniques, but they are booked the entire month, Zack reiterated. If we truly can't handle a small skirmish with a few malice, they could probably send ten wolves to help us cats out. You're kidding, Katie responded. No, I'm not. Zack yelled. Wolves, Katie smirked. Who can trust them? Zack gave her a deadpan stare. She couldn't help shrugging. Apparently, I turn into two completely different wolves. Maybe I can fight twice as much as the average wolf. What are you talking about? Zack asked. I turn into a great white wolf, and I turn into a dark gray wolf, Katie explained. What does that mean? David asked. Katie shrugged. The sleeping sickness has returned to the other seekers, and I am not entirely immune. Zack started shaking his head like he was going to explode. Our greatest fighter may turn into a robot? Great. That's just great. I'm going to have to rethink my entire strategy. I'm your greatest fighter? Katie asked incredulously. Jared has always been the best. Not since you can do that supersonic thing, Zack declared. There's more, Jared said to the group. The sleeper's whole thought process is getting Katie at all cost. He gave David a significant stare. They want Katie, just like that enticer last night did. Chapter 4 Can't Go to Sleep Katie, what are you doing? A voice said in Katie's mind. I'm howling at the moon, she immediately answered. Why? A voice asked. Because it's almost time, Katie said with glee. Almost time for what? The voice asked. It's almost time for them to come, Katie said. Who, Katie? The voice asked. 
Katie blinked, her confusion evident. Do you know who I am? The voice asked. She shook her head. I am Jared. Jared? She whispered. Yes. Do you know who I am? The voice said. I'm not sure, Katie said in confusion. Who do you love, Katie? The voice close to her ear. What is love? She asked in confusion. Come back to me, Katie, please, the voice said. I am here, still not understanding what she was supposed to do. Find the love, Katie. Look for the love. The voice sounded desperate. It doesn't matter, Katie said with confidence. Yes, it matters a great deal. Look for the love, Katie, the voice instructed. I don't know where to look, Katie said. It is what makes you breathe, the voice said. Do I need love? Katie asked. You love everyone you meet, the voice said. Do you love me? Katie asked. Yes, very much, the voice said. Your name is Jared, Katie said, remembering the beginning of the conversation. Yes, the voice whispered. Jared loves me, Katie said, her heart warming a little. Yes, I do, very much. Jared said with conviction. Katie felt the heat course through her veins. Shaking her head in confusion, she changed into human form. Looking around, she could see David, Candy, Zach, Tyler, and Jared standing around her with concerned frowns on their faces. She shook her head, trying to loose the cotton weighing her thought process down. What are all you guys doing here? she asked. Everyone gave a collective sigh before Jared grabbed her, hugging her tightly. Then it was David's turn. Don't ever do that again. What happened? Katie asked. Candy grabbed her next. I thought I'd lost you. I don't understand, Katie said in confusion. Zach picked her up, shaking her. You're my glue, Katie. You're my glue. That's good because I think you're going to break me, Katie said. Everyone gave a relieved laugh. Tyler pulled her to him and kissed her. What? Katie said in confusion. That's my girl, Jared said through his clenched teeth. Tyler raised his hands in the air in mock surrender. I just thought, if I was going to lose her, I didn't want to have any regrets. You're going to regret the day you were born if you do that again, Jared said tightly. What happened? Katie said in exasperation. You had the sleeping sickness, Candy explained, except you were awake. You were howling at the moon like one of those robot wolves, Zack declared. You acted like you couldn't understand anything we said to you, David inserted. I tried to reach you through our bond, but there was something blocking me, Tyler finished. Katie looked at Jared. I only heard you. Jared shook his head. It took over an hour for you to finally hear me, Katie. An hour? She looked around the group. All I did was go to sleep. Jared nodded. It took about an hour and a half for you to get into your REM sleep. The sleeping sickness took over. I can't go to sleep? Katie exclaimed. How am I supposed to stop myself from going to sleep? Jared shook his head, his expression bleak. Great! Now I'm in the movie Nightmare on Elm Street.
Thank you for listening to The Night, the third book in the Appalachian Storm series.